You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put him in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pilot Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. There are lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts. In fact, if you're keeping up with House of the Dragon, you can check out Chelsea House's um, weekly reviews of each episode that have been coming out, which it's so funny that it, she's Chelsea House. And she's writing about the House of the Dragon. Like, it's just, it's, it's the perfect thing. So it's just... Chelsea House of the Dragon. Yeah, she's been Chelsea House Targaryen is what I've been going with. And her her byline, it just, I mean, it just flows, right? Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, I haven't been watching it really at all, but I also have never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. So it's one of those things where it's like, am I really going to enjoy this thing? Um, I don't know. Um, I know that a lot of you guys are huge Game of Thrones fans out there, so definitely check out her reviews because she gets real in-depth with them. But make sure you've watched the episode first because there are spoilers. That being said, let's do that podcast thing that we do every week and enjoy so very much uh, with my two wonderful and fabulous co-hosts that join me on at the diner every week. You know them, you love them. Let's start with the guy who's got two of his own podcasts that are not this one. Uh, the first one you know and love, that is The Overflow. Uh, in fact, that is one of the most popular pieces of content that we have on our website and on the podcast network. But he also co-hosts, so actually he's the solo host because I stopped doing it because I hate <laughs> sports now. Um, <clears throat> He is the host of our sports podcast, and that is GGR Post Game. His name is MC Brooks. If you like basketball and you're not watching the WNBA, you're not a basketball fan. That's yeah, I tuned into was it the it was Seattle Las Vegas I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I watched one of those games the other night, and I was really enjoying it. It, it was, was back and forth. It was really yeah. yeah. It's been it was like that the entire series. There are seven first overall picks between the two teams. Yeah. No, it was it's good stuff, man. It's good basketball. Uh, our second co-host, you know him, you love him. He is a wonderfully talented visual artist. Uh, he is also blessed with the gift of gab. Uh, very, very knowledgeable on pretty much all things movie, TV, comic books, so much so that we have nicknamed him the professor. His name is James Rambo. 
Haven't mentioned this in a while, so I'll, I'll go back to this well. Just a reminder, if you don't like something, you don't have to watch it. That that is shocking. In a nutshell, is the theme of this week's episodes that we have for you. Because let me tell you about topic one for this week, and that's She-Hulk. I understand that some people don't like She-Hulk for whatever reason it is. But frankly, you can shut up. It's okay. You don't have to complain about it all the time. What blows my mind is that this show has been so much fun in the sense that like, I don't have to sit there and scrutinize it. Cause I'll, I'll compare it to something else. That's recent media. Um, the Sandman, which we will talk about later at some point. I promise. I swear to God, we're going to do it. Um, the Sandman was one of those shows that you can't passively watch. The Sandman demands your entire attention. Like you need to watch the whole thing because one, it's beautifully crafted. It's like the cinematography for it is fabulous. Like you need to be watching the entire thing. She-Hulk's one of those ones that you can just kind of sit back and relax and enjoy. And it's like 30, 35 minutes a week where you get to just kind of just enjoy yourself and you don't have to spend a lot of time and a lot of effort really like dissecting stuff you can because that's what's great about marvel stuff you really can like pour into it and like you guys did um and shout out to mr brooks who is our like our resident expert when it comes to all things like easter eggs when it comes to this show um you can find a ton of shit that's really really in there because marvel really takes their time and craft stuff really really well i i don't see the criticism i don't get it if this was star wars and we're talking about the last jedi if we're talking about um, Rise of Skywalker, if we're talking about Force Awakens, like I can see the criticism in that. I can see the criticism in the Book of Boba Fett. But like with this one, it's just fun. Like the visual effects, like as we've talked about, now I'm starting to see it more often. I'm like, okay, these are not yeah. the best, but like it's it's still fun. And you want to know what it is? It's a whole hell of a lot better than 1970s Bill Bixby turning into Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> like it, I don't understand why everybody hates fun. Like it's, and the fact that they're like, I, I saw a meme and it was like how it started and it shows Tony Stark and the first Iron Man movie in his armor. And then it says how it's going. And it shows a picture of uh, Jen and uh, Miss yes. Megan just shaking their asses, you know, like just twerking. And like, it's supposed to be like, this is, it, it was serious. And so no, it's not. In Iron Man 2, Tony gets drunk and pisses in the Iron Man suit. Did we forget that? Did we forget that there's all sorts of goofy shit that happens in these Marvel movies and Marvel series, man? Mike, like, just a year ago, we watched Zemo have a whole dance sequence uh -huh. in the middle in the middle of a club. Oh, and fucking fanboys loved that shit. That's what's crazy about this. Zemo was just like, "Yeah, this is great. I love it." Or yeah. even think about think about how all of us collectively wanted to learn because we never skipped the intro to Peacemaker yeah yeah you know like <laughs> and i you know it's funny the first time i watched the peacemaker thing i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and, like, and then like as the series went on i was like i'm actually enjoying this i'm enjoying this entire intro it's just it's so fucking funny to me like the knee-jerk reaction is just like man there are a lot of misogynistic buttholes out there and like you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's really fucking hard 
when this is what they continually go to. And like, I don't understand how they're not getting the nuances to this show. Like the fucking Larry from um, Perfect Stranger shows up and she's like, he's like, I'm going to protect my daughter. And she's like, dad, I'm a Hulk. And he's like, I don't care. You're still my daughter. That made me feel so warm inside. I was like, that's delightful. And he's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, what's the shovel for? And he's like, "Uh, you know, you might need it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's a delightful show the fact that she goes on like you know essentially like marvel's version of tinder and she's not doing well as jen and i feel bad for her and she's like i don't want to be she hulk because i want people to like me and then she's like but i also you know i'm trying to get fucked and like she goes into she hulk mode and all of a sudden everybody loves her and like if you haven't had a feeling like that where you're like i just want people to like like me for who i am for like my genuine self. And I don't want to have to put on airs and be this thing that I don't like. That it's she's part still of wrestling me. With, yeah. yeah, exactly. That she's still wrestling with. Like if you can identify with that because she's a girl, you know, then like that's a failing on your part, not on the show's part. And like, I just, I have not, first off, fucking Wong. Just <laughs> like. <laughs> so, hey, are we, are we talking about the most recent episode? Yeah, I'm just going. I'm, I on forgot that we which missed one, the other yeah, one. Yeah, All, like, which yeah. one are we doing? Are we doing the last two episodes, or are um, we? Let's do. Let's or do the other the other topic. Which let's one do all of the episodes thus far. Everything um, available. Yes, right, yeah. first, for for She Hulk. So spoilers if you haven't watched the most recent one. But like I've been running my mouth for like ten minutes now, so I need to stop and let <laughs> you guys talk about this too. I just I, I'm really enjoying the show. I love that I can just turn it on, watch it, get a smile like enjoy what's going on here, see characters that I've seen before, like Wong be kind of goofy and like, it's gotta be fun. It really has to be fun. And like Madison with two N's and a Y, but it's not where you think. Like, but it was exactly what I thought. It was yeah. exactly where I thought that Y was going to be. Me too. Damn yeah. it, Madison. <laughs> Misleading. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's also another one that's, that's gotten the, uh, you know who that is? It's Mephisto already. People I mean, are already saying that shit. I mean, to be fair though, they really that that kind of, that that part came off to me like Marvel leaning into the all the the craziness with the with the Mephisto stuff last year during WandaVision. Yeah, but like the fact that she was like, I don't know, I like signed a contract with like a goat demon or something. Like that was hilarious. Just absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, I I liked the stuff with Abomination. I thought that was cool. I thought it was interesting. It went in a different direction from the last episode that we had where we were talking about like the seven um, soulmates. Oh, we, yeah. thought, we thought that that was going to be like a, a backdoor way into the Thunderbolts and it just turns out yeah. it was a bunch of girls. Yeah, it's just yeah, seven yeah, women yeah, who yeah, are actually, super into them. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> really Which, want them some Emil Blonsky. You know, that makes for sense. Yeah. yeah, right? All right, let's go round table, folks. Um, I've, I've run my mouth, like I said, too much already. Uh, Rambo... Give me some thoughts on this, man. What do you what do you think of the series so far? Uh, of the criticism that you've seen, like like what are you liking? What are you not liking? Just give us some 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 tidbits here. Um, of the series so far, there hasn't been an episode I haven't liked, but the last episode was the one I thought was the best. It was the best balanced. All the jokes landed. Um, one of my complaints, sort of throughout, was there were times where a joke would happen, and I would go, "That's funny." But I wouldn't laugh. Um, for whatever reason, it just like maybe the timing was off, maybe um, it just wasn't delivered quite as well as it could have been. Uh, but this last one, 
was on point. It was perfectly well balanced. All of the um, the, the fourth wall breaks worked really well. Um, it did uh, uh, <laughs> it did introduce my my most on the thing I find find most unreasonable and unrealistic about this show, uh, which is the idea that Tatiana Maslany is somehow unattractive. Yeah, um, <laughs> that any man or woman or non-binary person is looking at her and being like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, uh, maybe a beer first. A couple. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, but, uh, you know, I get it. It's That's part of the story. I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was really pleased with with how things were handled. I thought Donnie Blaze was pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, I Madison has been a fucking fantastic character. Like, and and somebody pointed out, I think it was Justin Jordan on Facebook was talking about it. Um, the introduction of Madison works so well because usually you see that kind of character um portrayed as like mean or condescending or snotty and this is a woman who's just like super sweet and Mm -hmm. looking to have a good time she just wants to have fun um and her dropping soprano spoilers on wong (laughs) was fucking great i love that the two of them are watching this is us um (laughs) There, yeah, there's so many good things about love, that episode. I love that Wong is like 20 years behind on television. <laughs> I mean, he would be. Makes, he was fucking busy. Yeah, me exactly, that's what it. I'm saying. Like, that's what I love about yeah. it. I love that. Like, he's just like, oh shit, there's TV. Like, because he was. But also, like, yeah, you know, things get missed. Maybe yeah. he was caught up on a bunch of other stuff, but he he wasn't caught up on this one thing. Like, I hadn't watched The Wire until like two years ago. Um, and it, it was it was. I think it was pre, it was pre pandemic maybe yeah. just like just before pre- pandemic hit yeah um, but uh, but yeah you know stuff gets messed um, as to the criticism um, I mean hit dogs holler like I mean fucking you know you 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 the the fact that you have um, all these fake geek boys out here. Being like, they made the Hulk a girl. That was one of my favorite things. Was the the just you know outright admittance that they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Yeah. Um. The you know the idea that she Hulk is some new concept. Um. So so you have that. Uh. But then, you know, all, oh they're they're talking about women's issues. And why is it gotta be about girls? Because that's the thing we should talk about. Like you could, you know, there's there's criticism there to be to be way uh, uh to be laid, you know, at the show in terms of like how they're handling certain things. Yeah, you know, it's a little blunt in places, um, but the points are being made, um, and it wouldn't. The only reason this crowd would be okay with it if it were subtler is because they wouldn't get it. Um, yeah, just like they didn't get that Homelander was a fucking bad guy. We'll get to that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 pretty impressive the degree to which they're just outright just saying the quiet parts loud, like really leaning in 
to um, how awful they're being. Um, I mean, to your point about uh, uh, about Zemo, um, you know, dancing and everybody loving that. Uh, well, you know, it's different when a guy does it. Um, well, how can she be a feminist if she's twerking? Um, well, um, she's electing to do that. And first off, feminism is about equal rights for both men and women. And it's it's two women in an office alone having a good time. Exactly. That's that's all it takes. Also, if you haven't seen the behind the scenes shots of that scene, they're fucking great. Yeah, uh, because it's Tatiana Maslany all like, in the mocap suit yeah. uh, on what looked like fucking like ikea side tables um <laughs> twerking because they have to get the eye line higher and, and, but it's still her doing all the physical motion um that was funny so, as shit yeah. and apparently tatiana maslani is a huge fucking megan stallion fan yeah and was so, like like starstruck when she met her um yeah awesome. shout out to uh jamila jamil because she's the one who got yeah. megan who got megan on the show yeah that's yeah. fucking great um, my my one complaint about that episode was the use of her name over and over and over again. I was like, I fucking get it. I understand who we're talking about. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like she had like a writer where it's like you have to say my name it at least was, twenty five times. Very, yeah. It just struck me as odd as like yeah. like like they're really trying to drive this point home. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that show's been fucking delightful. Yeah. Uh, I was, and like at the end of the most recent episode, I literally like turned to Katie and like, that was the best one so far. Oh. Hands down, this is the episode that I've been wanting to see. Like, this is what I've wanted from this show since the beginning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm plenty pleased with it. And, you know, I feed on the tears of these whiny little piss babies. So yeah, yeah. keep on crying, fellas. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, weren't weren't they happy about their their they finally made their MCU cameo? Oh. There was a whole <laughs> sequence where they got to be in the show. What's the problem? <laughs> I think it's hilarious because when did I don't know exactly when they filmed She Hulk, but they literally filmed it probably we'll, we'll just say anywhere between six months to a year ago in order for it to be on the air right now, right? Like let's just. Sure. Throw that out there. They nailed the criticism before it fucking happened. They knew exactly what the fanboys were going to say. And then those assholes, like, I, I wish she would have looked at the camera and just been like, you see this? We we predicted exactly what you douchebags were going to say because you're that predictable because you're that dumb. I'm calling you dumb. Yes. Like, I wish she would have looked at the camera and said that. But that, again, but then, you know, the show would just be accused of not, you know, being subtle. It would be too on the nose. And that would hurt their feelings again. There, what was the line from from this last episode she said about uh, about having Twitter armor? Oh, because of Wong. She yeah, was like, Wong, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got, yeah, yeah, she she got to episode. see you got to see Wong again, right? Yeah, yeah that's it was again. Twitter. It was yeah. great. Isn't he great? It's like having Twitter armor for a full week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not just a fourth wall break it's completely self-aware yeah and not only that it's fucking right oh 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 she's doing the deadpool thing no motherfucker deadpool's doing the she-hulk thing exactly she has been yeah. breaking the fourth wall since the mid 80s yeah. 
I also love the new nickname that Wong has. Wongers. Wongers. That's, that's Wongers. Just such a great name. <laughs> oh, she's just listing off all the drinks like a kid, you know? Like, have you played Super Mario? What about Duck Hunt? What about Super Mario 2? Yeah. What about Super Mario 3? Yeah, she's listing off all the all the drinks. And then he's like, I think we have some yak milk left over from the wedding. She's like, oh, I could drink some yak milk. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why people don't enjoy fun. Maybe that's what it is, is they don't have fun in their life. But it's, it's not so that they fun. hate fun. They hate yeah. women having fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they hate that's the people who shouldn't be having fun having fun. Yeah. MC, man, what's your takes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've pretty much liked everything so far. I agree. I'm in agreement with Rambo that this the, the episode we just got is quite arguably the best uh, the best we've gotten to this point. And honestly, the thing it makes me think is all those kind of mixed reviews from people who only saw the first episode, first four episodes, like it makes sense a little bit. Yeah. But I'm hoping that if this fourth episode is anything to go by, that the remainder, like the remaining five episodes, if they're like this tone, will be totally different than what we got in the first four. Because yeah. by this point, we've gotten over all the, we, we've set up all the stuff we've needed to set up to to really get into whatever the rest of the story is going to be. And now they can just do it. And I think that was real. that was like the big thing I took from this week in particular. Like it wasn't, you know, we just got to, Jen got, uh, had to deal with the, the Donnie Blaze stuff, you know, dating, Wong made an appearance. Like they, they just were able to get into the story. It was all by the end. Gave us some, some, some good humor that hit, and it was, and it was just great. And um, I mean, like, I've, I've, I've pretty much just, in, I've enjoyed everything that they've done so far, and I'm, I'm just really curious about what they're, what they're gonna do going forward. Um, and I do kind of also love all the people who are whining about, who have been whining about the show so much. Because like when you when you really get to the core of it, so many of them don't really have reasons as to like they don't they they can't they don't want to say out loud why exactly they don't say it, even though they actually are saying out loud why why exactly they don't like She Hulk. But I just don't understand like you know again like why like why these people just hate fun. Like I'm just here for the ride. The the, the, the one thing that I think we've all we've all kind of spoken about extensively when we when we talked about for when we talked about all of this mcu marvel stuff is um just wanting to have fun and really get into whatever it is that we're watching and rambo in particular always like to say like really lean like lean in if you're going to be weird lean into that shit and so that's that's what i've want that's what i've wanted from she hulk and i feel like they're going to give us more of that going more of that going forward um but I also like that you know it's, it's just kind of it's it's kind of its own thing right now, um, and I'm curious like where this show is going to go beyond go beyond this point. I have some guesses as to like I have a feeling that you know a certain other lawyer that we know is going to be showing up will be showing up next week. Yeah, he's next week. I think. I, that, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw a preview. That yeah. Oh, I, I know the previews of where we're we're, we're, we're already out for it like 10 second clip yeah for, oh for um, next week oh we're, yeah. I, I don't know if it's for next week but i know oh. it's, it's it's for the show and, it, and yeah. you get to hear matt talk about shit and and see like yeah, a, a i'm little, totally a little yeah. closer of the uh the helmet yeah yeah awesome yeah well i'm, I'm definitely i'm definitely here for I'm that yeah for that yeah yeah just I've, i'm just curious to see what they're what they're going to do you know if this is going to continue like how this is going to connect to the larger mcu with some of the things that we know are coming like daredevil is going to be in this 
Uh, what's going to happen with Abomination? We like, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that he's like, this is not his last appearance. Maybe on the show, but this is yeah. like, he's not, he's not just going to go live off somewhere in the sunset and be and be done in the in the wider MCU. And like some of the teases that they that we've gotten um, for like you know for Wolverine, for Tiamat, um, wherever part in the world <laughs> that that is. Um, even the M word Mephisto from this past week. Yeah, like I just think I just think it's, it's all been, the Hulk it's, shit on Sakar. Like there's a yeah, lot going or, on. Yeah, yeah we're like what, what's even going on with that? If we're if we're gonna get uh, more of that, and then obviously, like where does She Hulk go from here? Like I think we all kind of know. Like she's obviously by the end going to just come to terms with like, okay, I'm going to be a hero. I wanted to be. I want to do this hero thing too. So then it becomes a question of okay, so a how do we get to that point, and b what does your future beyond that point look like for She-Hulk? Like, where are you going to show up next? Are you going to, yeah. you know, now that you are familiar with Matt Murdock, are you going to show up in the Echo series? You know, maybe it's a cameo. Are you going to show up in Daredevil or be a resource? Like, you know, what's going to, what's going to get you from here to the next thing. But in terms of the show, I've, I've pretty much, in, I've, I've enjoyed it. I think this, this, um, this uh past episode was the best thing we best thing we've gotten and i'm glad that they're just they're just having fun you know yeah. like keep pissing keep piecing the, the neck beards off and you know we'll be good i felt so bad for jennifer walters because she meets this dude as the whole as the she hulk they have a great date it's going well she's about to you know, clap some cheeks and all of a sudden Wongers is like, yo, can you help me kill these demons? <laughs> and she's like, stay here. I'll be right back. And she goes and she, you know, kicks some demon ass. And that was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed that too. I love the way that she got Donnie blaze to like, finally like back down. She was like holding the <laughs> demon. She's like, can you just stop please? Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> side note. I also love that his lawyer and his hype man were both magicians too. And they were doing shitty magician tricks yeah. like <laughs> in the courtroom. <laughs> Ooh, like <laughs> I fucking loved that. But like, then she comes back and she's like, "Oh hey, what's up?" And she's he's like, "You got something in your hair?" And she's like, "Oh, it's a piece of a demon." Doesn't even doesn't even phase him. He's like, "Yeah, let's do this." Yeah, all right. I guess we can just like go shower together or something. Yeah. I was so happy for her, and then she reverts to Jen, and that's not even fair. I can't say reverts. Like, well, no, because yeah, going back to her yeah, original yeah. state. Yeah. yeah. She goes back to she goes back to being Jen, and the guy's just like checked out. The guy's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." Like, I'm actually really glad because for a minute I was like, "Is she just gonna turn right back into She Hulk right now?" Like, be like, "No, no, no don't go." No, she was like, "Okay, cool," and she just kind of lets it go. And you can tell when she was like, "Oh, he's a cute doctor." It's a cliche, anyways. Like, you can tell that. Speaking of armor, that's her putting up her armor like as defense mechanism. Like, she's hurt, and it it bothers yeah. her. And like, I felt so bad for her because again, who of us has not wanted to be able to be your true self and have somebody love you for it. And like, that's the dating game. So often I feel like so many of us like play this game, like in the first like couple of months, first couple of years of like dating somebody, you're putting on errors and you're making sure that you're doing everything right. And you're afraid to be genuine. And like, she's genuine because she hulk is kind of a put on to, to the, it's like it's the bigger stronger straight hair like all of these all of these things going on that's not really her but it is her it's it's a it's a weird mix but like she has to be this this character this like 
bigger than life thing in order for people to like her. And that sucks. And I feel so bad for her. But like you said, Rambo, it's kind of ridiculous that people are like, yeah, I'm not attracted to, to her at all. Like what? Like, I mean, to, to your, to your point about like her not turning back into, to she Hulk. Yeah. He didn't even give her the opportunity. Yeah. Like, she didn't even have the chance to do it. it like that, that was the thing that really, I was like, come on, man. Really? It would have been funny real? if she did just to kick his ass. That would have been funny. Like, <laughs> like it's yeah, it, it it I absolutely understand the point they're making. Yeah. But it's one of those like um oh yeah, uh uh, uh recently, like in the last year or two, um James McAvoy starred in um on uh, in Cyrano on stage. Yeah. Uh I think on the London stage. And James McAvoy is an excellent actor. Uh, and I've heard that he did a phenomenal performance. But, you know, the story of Cyrano is, is this man who's like, you know, disfigured. And, you know, traditionally, it's like he has like a giant nose. Um, and then they, they did the movie and Peter Dinklage played him. So, he, you know, he's a little person. Um, essentially, a man that looks like outside the norm. Um, who was in love with this? What was the Steve Martin version? Roxanne. Um, thank you. Yeah. It's fucking I've, I've, yeah. Um, and you know he it's it's this story of unrequited love this man is uh Cyrano is in love with, with roxanne and um he you know he looks so strange and so she won't have him but like not like she's she's mean or anything he just he just assumes that she wouldn't be interested and so he acts as the mouthpiece for some other more attractive man uh in order to uh, uh so that he can woo her you, you are are we really saying that McAvoy is not good looking enough uh, to 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 woo this woman? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Depending on, the, depending on the makeup, I mean, like no makeup. What? No makeup. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's not like wow. it's not like they, he put on some like weird mask or something. No, no, no. Him looking like him with a buzz cut. Like, come on, man. Come on. I mean, like. Come on. Did you? Did I you ever, can't suspend my disbelief that did much. Either, did either of you ever see the movie? It was called Not Another Teen Movie. It was like... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, fucking... Why am I blanking on his last name right now? Evans. It was Chris Evans. One of Chris Evans' like first roles. But like when he's playing the jock and like they're like, well, you have to go on a date with this girl and make her pretty. And he's like, but look at her. She's wearing a overalls with paint on them. I mean, come on. And look and at her. I mean, glasses. come on. She's got glasses. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and it's fucking Kyler Lee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like Taryn to tell us that James McAvoy is not pretty. Uh, like, like, yeah. Come on, y'all. Oh, old girl from, uh... from Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she she's done all right for herself. I mean, I guess she's okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's paint all over her overalls. Jesus. Oh, um, gross. But yeah, like, it's... It's it's it, it made me sad. I felt bad for her because like you could tell and like brilliantly acted. Oh yeah, she did a great job. The scene works. It it only it falls apart because like you're too good looking. Um, you're too cute. You can't do this. Long pause. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was I'm no. sorry. I was, I was looking something up. I was looking up Tatiana Masolani. Like I was like, hang on a second. Let me just. There's no way. There's no angle. Nope. No, I have no. Mm -mm, none. 
Yeah, and during all the promo for the show, she's wearing that like hat, that, that cut off sweatshirt. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marvel. This just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I've I, there's the the fact that people I saw an Instagram post where it was like, why do they insist on doing this to the MCU and showing what Abomination was like? in the universal hulk movie and then showing him here why are they making it so goofy and i'm like what what really is goofy him like being like oh come on why why i'm just turning into the to the abomination it's no big deal look i got it under control what's goofy that or him in a really really raspy growly voice being like i'm going to kill you hulk like but also like what like why would you come to she hulk looking for that yeah like of, of all like it, it'd be it'd be understandable if it was if this if this were something else and they were like really out of character but like you we we knew what she hulk was when they announced it we and did we've known, we've known for we did episodes i don't think everybody else did though because I, mean, I i really think a lot of people are were expecting something completely different and like they must maybe. have skipped the trailers too they must have skipped yeah. the trailers too because i'm not sure how even if you're unfamiliar with the comic version of the character, how you could have seen any of the promotional material for the show and thought, oh, you know, this is going to be a very serious lawyer show. I absolutely agree with that. And yeah. and the the this is a thing that I have noticed for, have been happening for like the better part of a decade yeah. is people get an idea in their head and regardless of how it's even explained to them by the company that is making it, um, there, there are just so I don't know, man. There's just so many trailers and and advertisements and things where if you pay even a little bit of attention and believe what they're saying, you will be very, very well gauged in terms of what you're going to get. But people get these ideas in their head of like, oh, it's going to be this thing, yep. or they see the ads and they go, oh, it looks terrible. I'm going to watch it, and they watch it like, oh, it's just what they advertise. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they told you what it was gonna be. They didn't hide every joke in the ads. Like, come on. But that also goes back to, um, you know, it's not about people expecting a certain thing necessarily. You know, they could very well be primed perfectly for it. But if they've decided it has to be a particular thing and it's not that thing, it sucks. Yeah. Yep. It's I think back to one of my favorite Marvel comic series of all time. Next Wave, Agents of Hate. And the reason why I love it so much. That by itself doesn't work. You have to have read other comic books. You have to have had the serious shit in order for Next Wave to work because it's just a goofy send-up of comic books. Like, they're literally fighting a version of Fin Fang Foom that is made of broccoli. <laughs> like, it's, the whole thing is ridiculous. But not only that, because he's made out of broccoli, he's stupid. So he grabs um, Monica Rambeau um, and, like, goes to stick her in his underpants because he's a dragon wearing underpants. Like, the whole thing is fucking ridiculous. But that's what makes it so funny. And like Aaron Stack the Machine Man, like 
that he was in front of all of the celestials and they're like, Aaron Stack, you're a fucking loser. And that's why he was just like shunned off to earth. Like little things like, like, again, it's yeah. so stupid. Like there, there's a character named captain and you can't say his name because it's like some sort of curse word. Right. I'm assuming it's bullshit or shit or something like that. Right. Because the reason why he gets that nickname is because he cursed in front of captain America and then captain America beat seven shades of it out of him. And that's why that's his nickname. I am more inclined to think his name. Um, you you, you literally you broke up like, right when you were saying that. I'm sorry, oh, like Captain Cunt, uh, <laughs> because that feels like the word he would say in front of Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers would beat the shit out of him. Like, there's no way Steve didn't hear fuck or shit on the uh, battlefield, or asshole but, or whatever. Yeah, on the but the c word, the c word is the word. He said it in front of a woman, and that was all it took for Steve Rogers. Yeah. Uh, uh, old-fashioned sensibilities about certain things like yeah. hardcore. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I think that a lot of the people who are complaining about this don't get comic books, and like, I'm sure that they're gonna get big mad. Cool. Send us an email. You know, like <laughs> greatgeekrefuge at gmail. They're not listening to this show. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you haven't figured out yet that we don't give a fuck about what you guys think, then this isn't the podcast for you. Um. It's just hilarious to me. It's not even hilarious. It's just, it's sad. Like, you don't fucking get it. Like, at all. And really what it is, too, is this is, as far as the MCU is concerned, kind of more course correction. Like, if you think about how, like, very male-centered all the movies were until, or white male-centered all the movies were until Kevin Feige took over, and then immediately announced that they were going to do Captain Marvel and Black Panther. And then eventually we got a black we got a black widow show and you know sudden and, and and several of the other of the female characters in Marvel started to get more prominent screen time in, in a lot of the movies and the content that we got from Civil War through Endgame, right? And so now in phase four, there there's very clearly a, a more dedicated direction into doing more stuff with characters that they have not previously used and really diversifying it in terms of Wanda, I mean, Wanda and Vision, but Wanda was the star of Wanda, was essentially the star of WandaVision. We got a Miss Marvel show. We have a person of color playing Moon Knight. You know, Falcon, Falcon became Captain America. Uh, we have a woman who was a Hulk, She-Hulk, you know, having her own show. Like they're really taking a more concerted effort yeah. to really diversify, you know, the the roster of heroes that they have to play with in the MCU. And really, what it is is because you know they they say it's because oh it's not serious tone as it was in the beginning. And in some ways, it's it 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 isn't completely that, but it's also really just code for you know why aren't why like why isn't just it just too straight white guys you know you know being all with, with you know with all the bravado and whatnot being the center of the screen or being 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 the center of attention and being the focus of this thing going forward why are they having fun why are they talking about these issues that that's that uh that you know are unique to to women or non-men i should say you know why are they bring in falcon and winter soldier why are they bring up race you know in regards to sam and you know what that means for someone who wants to be captain america like it's the, like all the stuff, all, all the complaints are really just code for other stuff. Generally speaking, I mean, there is the chance that, you know, that she, like She-Hulk, for example, just might not be your type of humor. 
Sure. Or you just or you just might not like this particular depiction of the character, which is which is totally fair. I mean, we've we've heard from people who've said like, yeah, like it's fine, but this is not the version of the character that I particularly like. Yeah, which is fair. But if it's and if it's just that, it's cool. But it's 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 really when you say it's that, but really when you dig beneath, it's like, oh no, actually, it's because X, Y, and Z they fit into these categories, or they're bringing up things that are unique to non-men. Yeah. So we talked about the first three, are we three in or four, four in? Four, 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 four in. The first four episodes of She-Hulk. Um, it's a six or eight episode series. I think it's nine. Nine? nine? Oh, nine. shit. Yeah, okay, cool. Since WandaVision. Yeah. So we're more or less like halfway through. Um, I liked the, the cliffhanger it left us on. I like that Titania was like, no, I'm suing you because I own the rights to She-Hulk. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was pretty fucking brilliant by way of like, how can I fuck with her? Yeah. And, and I I have a story uh, uh, similar to that. <laughs> yeah. I worked in... Because um, Titania almost certainly, as soon as She-Hulk became a thing, trademarked it. Like, just instantaneously. Um, also, great fucking reaction joke from Jen with the process server. He's like, oh, well, you know, she owns the trademark. He's like, oh, is that how it works, Your Honor? <laughs> um i worked in an office depot with a lovely lady uh named jamie um and hi ja- actually jamie was at our panel uh she might be listening right now um hi jamie uh hi, jamie. thanks for showing up to our panel one of yeah 13 and people for, and for listening <laughs> jamie uh there was an awful woman who would come in all the time for business cards and like letterhead and shit. And Jamie hated her so thoroughly. Um, and she came in once and, you know, placed her order. And apparently Jamie was like, let me see what this bitch's website looks like. And she <laughs> went to the URL and there was no website. She had just made it up and put it on the card. So Jamie bought the domain. <laughs> well done, Jamie. Well, well done. Uh, yes. Excellent. Well played. <laughs> but yeah, Titania uh, 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 trademarking She-Hulk is a real stroke of genius. Um, it does strike me odd that like they waited th- that you in the first episode you get the character show up you have no idea who she is. You have no idea why she's there. And they wait three episodes before she even really properly gets brought up again. Wasn't That's odd wasn't, storytelling. Wasn't it? I, I felt like they did some background stuff with it because wasn't it something like she was like in jail or something? Like I feel like it was mentioned in one of the news things. Like there might have been a, it might have been like a scrolling thing or, or it might have been during one of the scenes where they were talking, where you could hear the news in the background, but it wasn't the focus of what you were supposed to be listening to. She, they, I, there's I, definitely a news blurb about her getting out. Oh yeah. I, I do. I do remember that. Cause I, I think maybe like, maybe that's their explainer. Like she was after attacking She-Hulk, she's just been in prison. And yeah. once she got out, she bought the domain and got, and got her served. Could very well be. But, I mean, honestly, honestly, because this this brings up another or kind of like the bigger question too, uh, with She-Hulk. And I was um I was talking to someone last night about this. Like, 
where like where does this show take place in the MCU timeline? Because it feels very conflicting in terms of where where it takes place. Like, is this taking place around the time of She-Hulk? Or excuse me, around the time of uh, Shang-Chi, since that's where we saw Wong take Abomination out and whatnot. But then they're also, but then they're also, uh, the episode three referenced No Way Home and the spell. Here we go. Is Shang-Chi, which, what is technically Shang-Chi was six months after Endgame, if I remember, if I remember correctly. That was the timeline. Okay. Okay. So it says here, uh, head writer Jessica Gao speaks to TV line confirming that She-Hulk is set soon after Shang-Chi and the Legends of okay. the Ten Rings. It's not like years later, she said. It's a relatively short amount of time. That means She-Hulk's, She-Hulk follows on from Bruce's most recent MCU appearance. Uh, he was last seen in the post-credit scenes of Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. He shows up in human form, yada, 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 yada. So, yeah. So, like, right Bruce. after... Um, right so, after Shang-Chi. So, that, that must mean that Bruce also, like, figured out that transformation fairly recently because he was still in the sling in the post credit scene, right? Yeah, yeah but he was yeah, human, wasn't he? But yeah, he, I think so. But he's and he but he says in like when they're in the car together, he's explaining to her how he did it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah. little device thing that he had, and yeah. the re- yeah, and the reason he has so, the um uh the device, but also why he why his arm is healed is he specifically did it to heal his arm. Uh, like that was he 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 uh. uh Figured some way around so, it to to like basically like use the Hulk energy to like you know heal himself. And so no no way home is also is like within that too. So that also fits within that like six months after only be I only say that because of Wong referencing or uh, when when Wong is talking there in episode three and referencing uh, or she brings she makes that comment about the ethics of making everyone forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's where my confusion is because I thought, yeah, I thought I think I was thinking No Way Home took place like further, like further into 2024 yeah. than than I guess where it does. But like also for me, I'm I have rarely been someone who did this with the comics either, where it's like, well, where is this supposed to fall? Yeah, um, yeah. I very so rarely do I'm that. I'm just like, I'm taking the journey. What do you yeah. got to show me? <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, are they going to do, because I know they did this in the comics. So kind of dovetailing off for just a second when we're talking about the giant uh, celestial husk that's in the ocean. Um, in the comics, didn't they make a the, the corpse of a celestial like Avengers headquarters? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and Robbie Ray has like piloted it. And his ghostwriter uh, is able to like grant the abilities uh, that like Johnny Johnny Blaze can do to his bike, uh, uh, to his bike rather, um, to anything he's operating. So it wasn't just a giant <laughs> celestial; it was That's a giant cool shit. flaming celestial like from hell. Um, <laughs> That's sick. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I, Robbie Robbie Reyes is the all rider and it's fucking awesome. How cool would it be if instead of like some compound in upstate New York, the Avengers take over the corpse of a the, celestial? The old inside the celestial head. Like yeah, how fucking cool would that be? Like 
do that shit. Like I even saw like a diagram of the whole celestial body and all the things that they use it for. Like apparently there's like an indoor track, like in its stomach and like all this other shit. I was like, that's kind of cool. There's a bar, there's an apartment where Tony Stark lives. And I'm like, this is the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, and not only that, I want them to make a toy out of it. I want it to be like a giant thing that stands up on my wall. That's like, t- like, like five feet tall where I can put all my Avengers action figures in. Like how dope would that shit be? Sounds awesome. Yeah, right? Oh, Fucking yeah. wish I was a kid. Uh, no, actually, I don't wish I was a kid. So if I was a kid, I wouldn't have enough money to buy that shit. But now I'm an adult with a job and responsibilities, and I can buy the fucking giant celestial where all the Avengers are going to hang out. Fuck you, childhood. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, be a little kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, so She-Hulk's great. Um, fuck the haters. Um it sucks being sad doesn't it guys um <laughs> let's um let's pivot and we'll go to our next episode uh so big thanks to everybody who is out there listening you guys are awesome all you wonderful people who listen to the things that we talk about um i had somebody tell me once that it was like um they, they've shown like the, there's that meme where it's like somebody sitting next to a poster of people eating ice cream and they have ice cream too and they're like what it's like listening to a podcast and somebody sent me that meme. They're like, this is how I feel whenever I listen to your podcast. So <laughs> that's, I, I'm, I'm glad that that's how it feels for people who are listening. And I hope that continues. Um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks everybody to listening, uh, for listening and sharing and subscribing and all that fun stuff. Um, the next episode, we're going to be talking about, like we've talked about it before at length, but we're going to go into a little bit more detail because we talked about it in this episode about how like just bitter, angry fanboys are just so mad about everything. And for a while, a lot of us were just kind of like just complaining about it. But now we're seeing media, the people in charge of the media, really standing up and saying, we don't care what you think. We don't give a shit. And this is the thing that we're going to do and die mad about it. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that because we've seen some, some media come out recently where they've been like at the forefront where they're just like we're not putting up with this shit so we'll be talking about that next make sure you tune in for that episode big thanks to mc brooks big thanks to james rambo as always fellas i appreciate everything you guys bring to the podcast to the website to all of the wonderful things that you do uh so that being said we'll be back make sure you tune in and remember together there are no heights that we can't reach i'm a new day rising Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>